0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, looking at verses 19 to 22, still studying these contagious Christians. They had contagious faith, contagious love, and contagious hope. And the more real we are, the more contagious we become. Question for us, what do we need to not do to continue growing as a group of believers should? Paul just finished his short list of things to do according to God's will: to be joyful, do be prayerful, do be thankful. Now he finishes his list with four do-nots for us to consider, contemplate, and carefully resist. Number one: do not stifle or quench the Holy Spirit. Number two: do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Number three: do not let go of everything that is good. And number four, do not even get close to evil. Stay away from every kind of wickedness. Although God's formula for biblical change is consistently taught by different men at different times, it is consistent because God's Spirit is doing the teaching behind the scenes. It is based on the simple truth of repentance, the heartfelt desire to turn from sin to God. Matthew preached that repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mark preached that repent and believe the gospel. Luke preached that except you repent, you will perish. Peter and John preached repent and be converted. Paul preached that the goodness of God leads to repentance. What does our Lord Jesus himself say about repentance? Two thoughts. Number one, our Lord is patiently waiting for unbelieving men to repent and believe the gospel. The Lord is not slack or slow concerning his promise to return to earth. But he is patient, long-suffering to us who not willing that any should perish, get this, but that all should come to repentance. Now, our Lord is patiently waiting for apathetic believers to repent and believe that they can have a vibrant personal relationship with him. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, he says. Be zealous, therefore, and Repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. This is from Revelation 3. In context, we see that Paul is encouraging these new believers to be sensitive to the working of the Holy Spirit and be careful not to quench or look down on how the Spirit was working. Remember, the early church did not have an entire Bible. Therefore, for this specific time, God's Spirit gave some special, miraculous gifts to the church that were to instruct, inspire, and kind of give credence to the gospel message. Among these were the ability to perform miracles of healing, the ability to speak in various languages, and the ability to prophesy. When the Bible says quench not the Spirit, the word quench is used by Mark in regards to putting out a fire. In an attempt to attack false teaching, some zealous Thessalonians were actually attacking the work of the Holy Spirit. Just as Paul encouraged them to be careful not to hinder the work of God's Spirit in the church, we need to be careful not to quench the Spirit's work in our own lives. A fire can be extinguished by smothering it or starving it. Throw a blanket or a bucket of water on the fire and watch it go out quickly. Sin does that. Don't let sinful choices instantly smother the work of the Holy Spirit in your heart. On the other hand, if we fail to refuel or feed on God's Word every single day, we will starve the convicting fire burning in our hearts, and it will slowly burn out. Then he tells us, by the way, to despise not prophesying. It is as if Paul were saying, by making light of the utterances of the prophets among you, you're belittling the work of no one less than the Holy Spirit. This came from New Testament commentators William Hendrickson and Kistemacher. We must hold Scripture and the preaching of the Word of God in highest esteem. If you notice, I said preaching, not the preachers. We studied a few days ago how we should respect those who counsel and preach to us, but it is what is preached and not the who or the how that should primarily impact our lives. Never look down on the word of God, even if it is presented in an uninteresting or boring way. The Bible wants us to avoid living with a lack of discernment. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Take it to the test. When you hear any teaching or preaching or writing that somehow doesn't seem to match up with other scripture, take time to put it under the microscope of God's word. Remember, every verse of scripture must support the teaching of other passages. So if some new teaching emerges that does not agree with any passage of scripture, beware. Dig for yourself. Study what the theologians say. Ask your pastor before you accept such a truth. Now, on solid biblical truth, hold on. Don't let go or let it slip away. But unquestionable teachings stay away from all evil or unbiblical teachings. Learn to discern. Be a student of the word. Quench not the spirit of God in any way. Be sensitive to the work of the Holy Spirit in your life and in his word. Hey, our time's up. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Uh, But this is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.